0: 60 second review extended review, <clears throat> but we're not going to review movies today. We're going to talk about some trailers. We, we should definitely talk about some trailers. It's been a while. Have a scene. Let's talk about some trailers. DC and Marvel decided they wanted to go the fuck at it today. While Marvel dropped the, the trailer for secret invasion, DC said, "All right, we got it and dropped the trailer. Of Blue Beetle. Now, these are two totally fucking different characters. Secret Invasion. Okay, Secret Invasion in the comic book is where the scrolls, it's found out that the scrolls have been hiding on Earth posing as superheroes. So a lot of the superheroes over the past like two years have been scrolls. And they've been hiding in wait while the Skrulls launch a massive, it's a humongous. It's like the attack on the first Avengers movie, the attack on New York. That scale just all over the world was what Secret Invasion was. And it was all scrolls. Who had superpowers? Well, most of them had superpowers. They infiltrated the Avengers, all this type of shit and of course everybody just has to fight back, figure out who's not a squirrel, fight them, kill them, etc. and then find out what happened to the originals. That's what Secret Invasion is. This movie's not the fuck going to do that. Cuz for one, in Secret Invasion, uh Hawkeye dies. So, we know they're not doing that. Uh in Secret invasion, like I said, uh, it's in the trailer. Like, we know they're not doing half that shit. Hawkeye dies in the comic. Um, you see scrolls as super, super, uh, you see super scrolls. This, you don't see super scrolls, you do see a scroll that does something we haven't seen before. He does something very alien, which could be. Confused as a superpower. But it's literally you get like a two second thing and that's it. And it's the only time you ever seen a scroll exhibit of an, an ability besides shape shifting into a person. Even though they did say they could shift into anything they want. <clears throat> also in the trailer, which is a Nick Fury vehicle, it's really Nick Fury and what they're going for. is 100% like a James Bond feel, or a Jason Bourne feel. This will be like one of those times where Marvel will occasionally do something, and you know, they'll take away somebody's superpowers or whatever, but like the entire fucking issue. So in Secret Evasion, there's no Thor, there's no Spider-Man, Nobody with superpowers. And literally they bring this in the trailer. Like, where are the Avengers? Where are the people with superpowers? And he's like, this is something I gotta do myself. So they're going for a straight up spy action drama type feel. Uh And given how the trailer looks, it can be pulled off. The question is, though, will the fans that have been given nothing but superpower, 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 superpowers, superpowers, go for a series with no superpowers. Like is the secret invasion plot that good that it's gonna keep the fans that are that are really there for the heroes? Or are they are they there for the stories? And that's the biggest issue I think biggest question with the MCU fans is are they really there for the stories or are they there for the fucking heroes? Because if they're just there for particular superheroes then you put out a superhero they don't like, it's going to fail. Now people love to bring up Guardians of the Galaxy but here's the thing, if you're a comic book fan you know Guardians of the Galaxy was never trash. Like I read tons of Guardians of the Galaxy issues Way before Marvel was fucking even had a fucking Guardians of the Galaxy or an Iron Man movie, so I hate when people be like, "Well, it wasn't that popular." That's like a motherfucker saying Moon Knight wasn't popular. Motherfucker, Moon for the people that read Moon Knight, they fucked with Moon Knight. You may <clears throat> you may have had different versions of the character that you liked, but you fucked with. Uh, But I digress. Secret Invasion is powerless. Um, If the story's good, hopefully they can get the fans to be like, it's about the story. But this will say a lot. Um, Especially for those that argue about the validity of the MCU, where the people are just there about superheroes. Because we've seen that from other directors like Tarantino talking that type of shit. So they pull that off. Really makes a lot of other directors shut the fuck up. Me personally. I'd just rather wait to see it. I'm disappointed that I'm not going to get the secret invasion I've read about. But I've already known that they've done so much shit with certain characters. And their fucking stories that they've altered dramatically that nothing from here on in is going to be like it was in the comics without them literally doing what Marvel does which is like switch to a different universe where these characters are now alive and they're doing their thing for the first time etc etc which honestly is the purpose of the whole Marvel Universe thing Why there's an amazing Spider-Man, a spectacular Spider-Man, and then there's Spider-Man that we got in one fucking movie, right? Moving to DC, uh, D, oh, the trailer for Secret Invasion doesn't really give you the plot, but I do know the plot. The actual plot of Secret Invasion is that uh, Nick Fury told the Skrulls, of course, if you remember from the previous movies, that, you know, he would help them find a home. And that's all they wanted was their own home, their own planet, so they could do whatever. They haven't found them a new home. The Skrulls got anxious, and that's why there's a secret group of Skrulls, rebellious group of Skrulls. That have been infiltrating the planet Earth. Weeding their way into politicians and stuff. But they worked for Fury. Up until then. You know, doing his dirty work. Making sure the world is saved, yada, 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 yada. But he deliver on his promise of finding them a place to live. So, that's why the secret invasion is even happening. Which is why he's like, I'm the one that has to clean it up. It's my fault. Okay? All right. Now, let's go into Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle. Think of Blue Beetle as you would Green Lantern. Other people have Mm -hmm. inherited the Blue Beetle mantle before this character. The character that has it is actually the third version in the history of the comic book. Jamie Reyes. And for those of y'all unaware, Blue Beetle is a Latino character. So if there's people that have issues with characters that aren't white, might have an issue here. Because his origins. No but that shouldn't fucking matter because the point is his story. Now, his story isn't gonna be like the comics. We literally see from the trailer, it looks like he's going for a job interview. Somebody in the building gives him literally gives him a burger box, like a hamburger box. Tells him to leave. This is very important. Don't let them catch you with it. And the next thing you know, we see him at home opening up the burger box, the Beatles in it, and he transforms. And we see the transformation. They literally give us the entire transformation. I guess they kind of wanted to cover it and be like, just to let y'all know that this isn't going to look like total bullshit. So, which I give it to him. The transformation Looks good, it works, it happens literally in the comic book. Ray ass family knows his secret, they know everything, they know everything about it. So, they did the transformation so that literally his family, entirely, everybody knew they literally just saved time in the whole you know that that bullshit. So, that was smart. Um, and from it. You can tell that there's gonna be a good while in this movie where it's gonna be a um duck out of water because he's gonna have this alien suit that can do all these things and he has no idea what it can completely do. I mean, hell, even in the comic it takes his even then he still doesn't know what it completely does. So we're gonna have that as an element probably throughout the movie probably gonna have like cool discovery moments when he does something he doesn't know he could do so there's gonna be that vibe which is something we honestly haven't had in a long time you didn't get that with iron man because Tony Stark was smart but it puts you back in the whole family friendly movies we used to get back in the day where a kid would discover this suit of armor, a kid would discover this thing and now he has a laser blaster and now he has this and it will be a whole crazy learning process of the kid in the junkyard or in the woods, figuring out how to use this alien thing that he's found. Like, you know, we used to have that. So I think this is going to bring back that vibe, uh, that we had with family sci-fi from the eighties and early nineties this definitely gives that type of vibe. Uh, it doesn't give it a taking itself serious vibe. Um, i.e. like Shazam. Uh, I don't think that's going to hurt it, but they can't go overboard with it. Like Shazam. It made sense. Cause it was a kid. This guy was literally going to get a job. <laughs> so he's an adult. Um, The they had some jokes that took shot at other DC characters, which I thought was cute. Um, You really don't have a clue who the bad guy is. You do see a person who's bad in this, which makes me wonder who the fuck it is. But because it's a guy, um and the cast list literally says Carpax the Indestructible. So I have to assume that Carpax the Indestructible is the bad guy. But Carpax the Indestructible literally is running around in like a suit of armor. Well he's a he, he's not uh he has a robot body, let me say that. He has a robot body that's like crazy strong, indestructible, you know, missiles, all that crazy shit built into it. And it is one of his, you know, typical villains. Now, I have to assume that they changed this. If Carpax was the guy we saw for like a quick second in there, then essentially they just made him look human and he's going to run like more Terminator cyborgish. And it's not going to be like a guy in a giant robot suit of armor that's red. So I think they might have changed that. Which honestly, probably makes more sense anyway. Uh, and then bad guys though, besides that guy, there's like a, a gang that in a comic book runs to Texas, which is where this is supposed to take place, um, in his area. And the the gang is supposed to be like some, this crime boss and he's supposed to be like really mythical Kingpin esque. just, you know, different race. And he's a big bad in, in the uh, Blue Beetle universe. Um, He's tied to some, you know, life-changing shit. She, actually, sorry, sorry. It's it's actually a woman. Forgot. Um, Is that going to be a thing in here? Do not know. You do not have a lot from the trailer. But you do have a woman. Uh, Sorry, I'm literally... (laughs) I'm super tripping. I forgot Susan Sarandon... Is uh, in here playing Victoria Chord, which actually kind of just makes the rest of it make sense. Because I literally was like, I don't know who the (laughs) other bad guy is. And I'm pretty sure it's fucking Susan Sarandon. Um, Because the thing about the chords is... now talking about the chords one of the people who have the scare before jamie Reyes' character is ted cord so we have victoria cord which is ted Cord's sister she also plays the ceo of cord industries in what the actual comic which she wasn't like a character character So a lot of people feel like she just kind of got put in there recently because they started production on Blue Beetle like they started on Blue Beetle like last year. So it's like they, you know, had the script, knew what they was going to do. So releasing a comic that has a character in it (laughs) just because you got a movie coming like a year later type of shit. But more than likely because of Susan Sarandon. She's not going to be on there for like fucking 10 minutes. In other words, I'm thinking. Hobgoblin Hobgoblin Spider-Man. You know what I'm saying? Because given that Reyes gets the Blue Beetle. Needless to say, I assume her son is dead. Who knows? Maybe he's dying. Uh, Don't know. So she wants the Blue Beetle back. She wants the power. Who the fuck knows? But if it's Susan Sarandon, she's not going to be like a little small character. She is going to be the big bad. Um, What are they doing with that? And besides car packs and Susan Sarandon, how are you going to make this work? Because it can't just be the entire movie. He's a fish out of water. He has no idea what he's doing type of shit. Like it can't be the entire thing because then it really would be Shazam up until the end, where he realizes what he's doing and what he's supposed to do as a hero. Jamie Raz isn't constructed like that. Uh, in the comic, he has a sense of family and stuff like that. Granted, um, nobody wants to have a giant thing attached to their body for the rest of their life. But it, it is a character who, like, you know, <laughs> I'm gonna be a superhero with the fuck up. you know, you know. I'm gonna be a superhero. It is what it is you know, the Spider-Man moment where you have other responsibilities but you understand things are different. They can't do that the entire movie. They got to do that for a minute and move the fuck on. If they try to run that trope of them trying to find his place with these superpowers all the way to the end, people are not going to love it. And they especially cannot do... His family helps fight a villain. Like, they can't do that. You can't pepper pots Iron Man 1. Like, you can't. You absolutely cannot. Because people immediately want to think that. Can't do it. But for an initial trailer, Blue Beetle wasn't bad. Like, it was an interesting trailer. I mean, they, they, they cut it and did everything right. It was just enough to give you a feel of the culture, a feel of his family. Not really a feel of who he is per se, and not the magnitude of the situation either. You get a lot of the suit, though, and you do automatically get this, you know, the feel that he's going to be learning about the suit for a while. So, weather just sounds good, and oddly enough, they put it out in August, I'm going to be honest, they decided to go for the end of the summer, for August release date, instead of the summer, and Marvel ain't dropping a lot of heat this summer, (laughs) I don't know if a lot of shit coming out this summer, so it's really weird that they decided to pick the end of August instead of just, like, dropping hot in the middle of summer, like, July or June, it's really weird, but... Hey, I don't run DC. That's all the trailers we got to talk about. If I had to say who did the better trailer for what it was, between the Blue Beetle and the Secret Invasion, Secret Invasion has more hype behind it than Blue Beetle does. And it's Samuel Jackson, it's Nick Fury. We kind of do want to see Nick Fury do what Nick Fury does. <laughs> because, like, the little bit of shit we got in, like, Winter Soldier. Didn't you want to see more Nick Fury? So, I think Marvel's going to just win in this one. <laughs> Honestly, just trailer-wise, the strength is with Secret Invasion. Even though it's going to be fucking so far from the goddamn comics. Super fucking far from the cop. Blue Beetle. Wasn't that big a character. Still isn't that big a character. So they're really putting a lot. Of faith in Blue Beetle. And. And. Uh, you know the Latino Hispanic population. They're really hoping that them having their hero on the big screen. And he's not the only one. There's very few though. That's not bullshit. Blue Beetle's not the only Latino superhero in hero universes, Marvel, DC, Virgo. You know. But. Kind of, he, he honestly is the biggest. If I had to think of one, he's he's, he's the first one on hundred. You know, which isn't saying a lot, but I'm pretty sure they're banking on that. We'll see. Let's talk about trailers. Blue Beetle trailer on YouTube. Find it on DC website. Secret Invasion. Find it on Marvel site disney plus site find it on youtube or of course go to instagram type in any of these you'll find them 60 second review